0: Hey what's up guys, Joan here, captain of the Straw Hats crew for another episode of the Straw Hats Adventures. And this time unfortunately it's gonna be just me, and uh, it's gonna be just me for a while. And I'm gonna get to that, but before I talk about it, wow, I'm sorry, (laughs) it's been three weeks again and I, I always try not to do this, but it always happens, you know, it just carries on, other priorities get in the way. And I just forget to record. But now that I'm by myself, it's kind of easier to do it because I only need my approval, and my mood to record it. Um, so yeah, let's let's uh, get to this, right? So the last time that I that we recorded this, I was with Artie, and we were in a lake north of Galicia, north of Spain, and uh, we were also talking about the last few weeks. And the place that we went after this, we were still on the first mission in Spain, right? It's kind of the transition from Portugal to Spain, which was we wanted to get to the northest part in Spain, not just because it's the northest part, which would be, you know, enough reason for me, but also because I ordered a part of the gas system for a hostel that was located on the northest town of Spain, right? It wasn't just a coincidence, but it was, Actually, it was it a was fucking coincidence, it wasn't on purpose at all, because the cheapest ho- uh, hostel around was this one, <laughs> which was amazing. So we went there uh, on the 14th, I think. I'm not really going to be saying dates here, because I kind of don't remember. And uh, we got there, and I was expecting to get there, get the part, and really just get away from it. But it wasn't like that at all. We got there, first of all, and then the part wasn't arrived there. At least we got a night in the hostel, took a shower, very nice hot shower. And then we decided the next day that we're going to leave the surfboard there because it was ruined. It was a prototype, the first one. Uh, Jean Deuce only did it for testing and it, didn't, it did not work. Good thing is they learned from it. But we had to get rid of it because it was just taking so much space in the van and it was kind of dirty. So that's what we did, kind of did a ceremonial to it. We went to the northest part of Spain, like really like the northest part of the northest part. Uh, we carried the the, the the surfboard with us. I recorded everything with the phone and with the GoPro. Uh, we burned it. Actually, we bought, we bought an alcohol and we burned the hell out of it. Not really. Actually, the alcohol wasn't enough. It just burned for like two minutes and then the fire went away. It was a lot, a lot of wind. And apparently the mushroom is like resistance to fire. So there is also that. We ended up just throwing it out of the cliff. <laughs> also a nice uh, end to it. It's, it's It has ended right where it belonged in the sea. Okay. We spent a few more days there because we were waiting for the part to arrive. He ended up in Ferral. the part, and then I received a notification from the tracking system. And the day that I was waiting for it to arrive, like in the afternoon, like 4 p.m., I received another notification that the guy could not deliver to it. And I'm like, what the hell? That's fucking horrible, because uh, we spent like... Honestly, like it's been a week without Sun. And uh, actually, these three weeks I'm going to talk about here were basically like two and a half without sun. That kind of sucked because I had to work on my computer and the the solar panels were not holding uh, for the energy that I needed for the computer. Uh, and the battery was fucked up. So, yeah, there's also that. So the moment that I got the notification, I think it was actually like 530. I said to our bro, we gotta we gotta get out of this place, we gotta go back to to Ferrol, which was a city located in north of Galicia as well, but but it was located in the north part, but but on the west coast of Galicia, and uh, we went there. We went for the 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 the, the post office. Uh, and I talked to the guy, he said, Bro, we don't deliver here. But he was actually nice, actually, uh, very nice and helpful, as were like 90% of the Spanish people that I met. Like, I have no, no complaints. The Spanish people are very nice. Really feel like I'm actually in Brazil. Kind of does. So, we went for the Seur company, which deals with the DPD deliveries in Spain. And they had my delivery there. But the thing was, it was the wrong thing that I delivered. So the name of the part that I needed was like five, like six, seven names. And I got it wrong by only one. My mistake, I know it, but it really sucked because I was so happy that I got there in in time. It was a Friday. If I didn't get there, I would have to wait till Monday. And I got there, got the, the, the package and opened it, filmed it like, filmed getting the part into the system and it didn't work. Like, fucking embarrassing. (laughs) But, you know, that's what it it is, what it is. I told RT, bro, I fucking need some weed, man. (laughs) It's like, this sucks so much. We've been waiting for this part for, like, five days. This is the wrong part, did some weed. I need, like, a weekend of, like, just chilling and smoking weed and just not thinking about this at all. So we were looking for weed in the city. We got to Lido to buy some food. And I asked the guy who was asking for money in the door where we could find some like cash machine. You know, I didn't even tell him the reason. I just told him, he gave me the location, got there, got the money. Uh, and me and Artie were like, so now where are we gonna get some weed? That's crazy. Like where the hell are we gonna get some weed? And then uh, Artie, gave me the idea of going to clubs and like bars. But I was like, you know what, maybe let's go to the beach because it's really not that late. People are not really in the clubs still. So let's go to the beach. When we were going to the beach, we met like the guy who told me where the cash machine was crossing the fucking street. And then he he stopped us to ask if we found the cash machine. I'm like, you know what, dude, do you know where we can get some weed? And he was like, I know where you can get some hash. I'm like, that's pretty much the same. Let's go. Hop in. So we went for the place where he told us to get the weed. And then I went with him to this neighborhood that really didn't look sketchy at all. Kind of like not wealthy, but nice middle class. And I'm like, that's awesome. So we spoke to the guy who was selling weed for me, and I told him that I had a 20. And he brought me like, I don't know, it was probably like 20 grams of weed. And I... And, and and I'm like, dude, I have a 20. And he was like, oh, a 20? Then he went back to the house. And that's crazy, because he went back to the house. And uh, he, the, the, the girl was like, bro, he said a 20. Like, what the hell are you doing? He was like, oh, a 20. I thought he said 15. And, and then uh, <laughs> I thought he said 15. And then he went back to the house and brought with him more weed, like 25 grams. I'm like, OK, here's a 20. OK, let's go. Bye, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Jorge, which was the guy who introduced me to this dealer in the first place. I'm like, Jorge, here, take a quarter of these, man. This is like so much weed for like such a small price. And then me and Archie smoked weed for the rest of the weekend and the rest of the week and the rest of the next weekend. It was very unproductive week. To be sure, to be to be fair, so yeah, uh, we left Ferral, me and Artie, and then I'm like, I don't really know what I'm gonna do in Spain. So in this day, I came up with a great plan of like the most beautiful places in Spain, which I'm still following, by the way. I, I went for like a website, like the most beautiful landscapes in Spain, and then Google mapped it. I make a route to get all of them in the most efficient way, and I'm still following it. And uh, I've done so far, five locations. So we went for the first one, which was in between Galicia and I think, no, between Galicia and the province that is like next to Galicia to the right. Very nice place. Uh, there are like rock formations in the beach that look like cathedrals. Very nice, you should check that out in the Instagram. Then, you know, I'm just gonna rush through this because it's you know talking about it is i'm only going to talk about stuff that really like remember i remember at the moment because you can always just look at it it's really just that and then uh second location we went for this place south of um galicia it wasn't galicia it was like east of galicia the province east of galicia but to the south it wasn't a beach anymore and it was actually very interesting it was like mines, gold mines from the past, built by the Romans and one of the biggest ones. And it kind of changed the, the, the whole landscape forever because of the man, the, 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 the like human's hands into the location there. Very interesting. Uh, me and Artie obviously went into places that weren't allowed. We went into caves and stuff, it was very, very nice. I filmed everything, so did Artie. We have some of the stuff in Instagram. And then we left that place uh, and went to the third one, which was, let me remember. Oh, you, oh yeah, it was a lake on top of mountains. And it was like very foggy these days. So these days, so RT, arty, uh, it was definitely a different like landscape from all the other locations so far. It was like in the mountains, like green, like very low vegetation with cows everywhere and uh, two big lakes, it was pretty awesome, foggy, we couldn't see a thing. We climbed to the top of the mountain and uh, it was very tricky to go down from there. Actually, we risked a lot, but you, in my opinion, didn't really cross the stupid line because when we were in the like toughest place, the fog just went away so we could see down there, so it was easier. So we went out from there and it was like getting really, fucking irritating that we were not getting any sunny day since then it's like since since we got to galicia we had no sunny day and that sucked because we couldn't really test the battery on on a sunny day and to see if it's gonna hold so yeah uh i was getting many 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 bad days and it was affecting me it was affecting rt uh, because i had so much to think of i couldn't work i couldn't do anything without energy and I was also thinking about the money. It really sucked. It really sucked, like, honestly. But anyways, uh, we went for the farf location after this. The fourth location really wasn't impressive at all. It would have been if the tide was high, but the only moments that we catched it was when the tide was low. We only took a picture because we were there, you know, so why the hell not? But yeah, not that impressive. But it would have been some other time. I'm just saying. So, yeah, after that, we went to Santander because the fifth location was very far away. It was like in the heart of Spain to kind of like to the east a bit, northeast of Spain. So we went to Santander, which is a city located on north, central north of of, uh, Spain, in the beach. I loved Santander. No complaints about it. Nice town, nice people. Um, We went for like laundry there and all this kind of stuff. Also went for a cafe to work. People didn't really complain at all about this. And you know what? It was, I was having a very bad day, but if I was somewhere else, I would be even having a worse one. And then me and Artie went to this fifth location after this, which is called Bardenas Reales. It's it's a fucking desert, bro. It's a fucking desert in the middle of Spain. Amazing place amazing fucking place you know just we, we, we got to this place of I think it's Navarra, the pro- province and we already felt that the vegetation was getting kind of dry w- which was already different from what we've seen which like green stuff and but it was just at this moment that we were climbed to the top of this hill that we were on top of it that we saw like true desert in front of us with desert mountains, like landscape that you would never ever think you would see in Spain, more like Africa or Middle East or something like this or some mountains in like Asia. I don't know. It was crazy beautiful. It was definitely my favorite part of it. And we climbed some some mountains there They were like literally two uh, human like placements there and one of them was the army and no one was there. Like no one was there. It was completely empty place, Uh, not the army place, but they didn't really walk around. So we just parked the van near a mountain. We climbed it on top, it was like winning so much. You could lean like 10 degrees and still get hold by the the wind. It was one of the nicest experiences I've had in this trip for sure. And uh, it was the last one that I had with RT, unfortunately. Because after we went, uh, like after we left this place, me and Artie had kind of a fight. A lot of things uh, Artie never told me, so he like many things built up, like two three weeks of not saying anything built up to this moment, and he kind he kind of like said what he he meant to say, which was fair. You know, it was completely fair what he was feeling. Uh, but it was a moment of anger and I was already a, a kind of like my patience was like zero at that moment. So we had a, not a fight. We had an argument and uh, he was talking about how he had like 50-50. Um, like his decision of going to Nepal was 50-50 by that moment. And I felt like very hurt about this because, you know, in my past, the my girlfriend always used to tell me like, you know what? every fight, like, let's break up is like a threat to see if I actually would bend towards her will. And I really hated that shit, like that threat threatening for me to just do whatever she wants. And I'm like, you know what, Artie, you do. I cannot make that decision for you, man. You're free. You do whatever. Right. And then I went, I had a very bad night of sleep. I like took like three hours for me to meet you sleep. It really sucked. But in the next day, I, me and Archie didn't really speak, we are going to Madrid. And the, the day before he told me that, you know, he might just leave in Madrid and uh, he might just wait for me to, to go to the Bavaria or in Madrid, he could just get something like a bus or a train, get back to his town. And I'm like, I took the morning to drive to Madrid, it took two hours or something. And I didn't really say a word to Archie, I was just thinking, how should I do with this situation? And I realized, that I should apologize to him about my behavior because I actually, what, like the bad days, because look, it's so much responsibility to have to deal with money and pay for two people, meals, gas, uh, energy, internet, everything. So it really takes a toll on me, you know, and I am not really designed to deal with this situation. Everything's so new to me. So, you know, he should also understand that the, the pressure that comes with it, with this. He doesn't have any skin in the game. So it's obviously kind of easier for him. But he does also have reasoning in saying what he said because I did drive more recklessly when I was like angry, right? And uh, I did sometimes not treat him in a rude way, I never called him names or anything, but I did treat him dry when I was mad. It wasn't at him, sometimes it was actually, because uh, in my head, I feel like some like he had some responsibilities that he wasn't fulfilling. He thought differently, so because of lack of communication, this happened naturally, you know. But anyways, I told him, I oh, was sorry about that. I told him about about these bad behaviors that I would, if he chose to stay, I would definitely work on that. And but I told him that I could not tolerate anymore these uh, threatenings of leaving or not, you know. And. Also, that I was the captain of the crew, you know. If I tell him to do something about marketing, which was the the, the the agreement in the first place, then I would expect him to tell me that he would figure out a way to do it. And if I'm being honest, he was being kind of like... Uh, having a bad kind of response to when I was asking him to do stuff. And uh, yeah, you know what? I don't like that. So I told him... And uh, I told him that I had booked him a hostel for the day so he could think about everything that I was telling him. And uh, if, if, if 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 to think about if it really was a good idea for him to leave back to his own town in, in Poland, uh, like, instead of staying and living this life. You know, no judgments. Maybe it was, maybe not. But I, I thought it was fair to give him a date far away from me, also for me to cool down so he could think. And the next day, I would pick him up and uh, we would, I would either take him to the station or we would leave. And he told me that he had already made up his mind that he would leave. You know, he told me that he also was afraid of the war, like getting worse near Belarus. And that's completely understandable being near his family. Uh, he cannot go back to Belarus, but he would stay in Poland in case uh, his family needs to flee. And that's completely understandable, for sure. But I have to be honest, if he told me this first without telling me that it was my bad behavior that was driving him away, my my bad days, um, then I would have told him, you know what, dude, let's I'll drive you to Poland. Let's just cancel this Spanish trip. But that's not what happened. And if I'm being honest, Artie, I'm sorry if you're hearing this. I'm just, I cannot lie here, right? And I'm I'm not going to be rude. I'm just going to say, I never thought that you really had the commitment to be a part of the crew, right? Because I always thought you were just like a passenger, just traveling with me for a while. You never loved One Piece. You, uh, you never really had the same dream as me and I could feel it. So it was amazing, like I, I have no words to thank you for, like I have, I don't even know how to thank you so much for everything that you've done for me. You helped me get my message out there, uh, get people, important people in the field of One Piece in adventure to, to see uh, the project and all that. And forever, forever I'll be thankful for that. But um, we should go our own ways. I don't feel like you like me as your captain, maybe because you, don't like the way I am as a captain, or maybe you don't You don't like to have a captain at all, maybe you're your own captain. Any reason, I feel like we, if we ever get to travel again, uh, it should be as f- like partners with I- each, like you with your own car, me with my own car, and that's it, you pay for your own stuff, me paying for my own stuff, no same crew anymore. And I think that's the best thing that we can do, because I love you, man. I love you so much. And I want to keep this friendship. And it's clear that we don't work that well together long term. Right. Because we don't have like it doesn't matter that we don't have the same goals, but it matters that we we don't have the same journey. Right. That's crucial. So it was amazing while it lasted. And I will miss you so much. And I I, I still miss you and I will miss your skills on, like, marketing and communication and editing, because I don't have that, and I'm really going to struggle with that, especially by being by myself from now on. But I just have to get get used to it and to get better. And one day, I'm sure that I'm going to find people that really want to stick around, really want to really see me as a captain, really want to stay for the long term and uh, really want to change the world the same way as I do. Uh, maybe in a different way, but same journey, right? I'm sure, in art you believed in me, and I also believe in you, man, that you are have everything to achieve your, your wildest dreams, man. And uh, it was really, like, one of the greatest pleasures of my life to have crossed paths with you. But we both should move on, right? And uh, after a few days alone, I realized this, best decision ever. But anyways, I left Madrid and I uh, stayed for two days out of the social media because I needed to, you know, have some time for myself, think of what's next, right? What's what's next, what's, what, what, what are my plans going to be? Uh, how are they going to change now that I'm alone? And uh, yeah, so I, I went out out of Madrid, I explored Toledo for a day because my parents really persisted that it was a nice historic town. And normally this wouldn't arouse me so much because I'm not really the touristic kind of guy, if I'm being honest, but they persisted. And I really respect and I admire my parents and I think they have good taste, especially my mom when it comes to history. So I'm like, you know what, I'll just give it a, sh- a, sh- a shot. Um, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was really incredible uh, city. Of course, it's not as fun to explore by myself. It was the first time that I was doing content for, for, for real by myself again after uh, leaving RT. And it was kind of hard, but now I guess I'm adapting to it and I'm getting better. right? So that's a plus. I... Had a very long day there exploring, and oh, by the way, the one of the reasons that um, I was having many bad days was because of the electric system. The controller was fucked. The batteries fucked. I had to change the controller, but it took me like ages to find the right store where the controller was. That's why we rushed to get to Madrid because the Ramirline, there are many there, but there was only one store with lots of controllers uh, that I needed. So. This was driving RT crazy, I guess I couldn't, you know, I couldn't control it. It was just like, I had all this pressure in my mind and the electric system wasn't working. It was really shitty, but after, uh, oh, I-, I bought another solar panel because I we made the test and the smaller solar panel wasn't working as I predicted and as my friend uh, Lucas Lima from Brazil told me that maybe it was going to be burned because it's less power than the other one and they're connected in series. So, um I bought the same one that I had that was still working, connected them in parallel, and now uh, and then I bought a new controller and now that I left RT these events are completely unrelated, but after I I left RT, he helped me get the controller back in, in place uh which was the last thing that i needed for the electric system and now for one person van, the electric system is completely enough especially because i'm i'm starting to use the fridge now 24 hours a day and it's holding because i've only had been having sunny days lately and uh, i can have like the fridge on uh if i have the fridge on and no computer then the battery actually gets charged uh, from the sun, which is great. Uh, but when I put the computer on, it gets discharged very slowly, but still. So yeah. Um, in the future, very soon future, not that late kind of long term, I'm going to buy another solar panel. And that I think is going to do the deal. And then in the future, I'm going to buy another battery. And then I'm, I think I'll be able to live with two people here. So that would be awesome. But anyways, now uh so I went out of outside like I left to so I left toledo and I was going for the sixth destination of the most beautiful places in Spain and guess what my car my engine overheated I had to stop the car in the side of the road which is which is the first time that ever happens to me I was already having a bad day, but I don't know why I was kind of relaxed about this. I wasn't like freaking out. I'm just like, you know what? I don't know exactly how I'm going to solve this, but I just call my my father and then uh, I post some stories about the situation. And then Ben, my friend Ben, who I work with, uh, helped me through some of the diagnostics of what the problem was. He told me that it might have been lack of cooling uh, liquid, which he was right. Uh, there was like no cooling liquid there and then um another great friend of mine who helped me so much in Leroy Merlin he he works there in Lisbon when I was first starting and I used to go every day to Leroy Merlin I used to see this guy every day and he, he used to help me every day he called me like he video called me and walked me through the whole process of solving this uh, and he was in the he was working this is He's also a One Piece fan. He's, this guy is just fucking amazing. I really thank him from the bottom of my heart for all the help. He helped me, told me, because like, after Ben told me it was a coolant, I went to the nearest uh, gas station, got a coolant, and then I was biking back. The police found me in the in the way, and they asked me, what the hell? I can't even be biking there. And I'm like, I'm sorry, just biking back to the car. going to put the liquid there because I can't really move it from there with, because it's not working like the engine. So they told me that I had until 10.30. It was like nine by then. I had to 10.30 to move the car. And that was pretty cool of them because they had asked if I had insurance. And I told them the truth that I did not. Um, it was the right thing to do. And they even though they knew not having insurance is wrong, they overlooked that fact. So I really thank them also from the bottom of my heart. Got there to the car. Then uh, Bernardo called me, uh, this is the guy that works in the in Leroy Merlin. And he told me that instead of the liquid, I should put water because if there's any leaking, I would be wasting uh, coolant liquid, right? Cooling, cooling liquid. So that's what I did. And the car uh, worked for a while. So I drove to the nearest town, slept there. And then the next day I went for, which was today, actually, I went for the workshops, mechanical workshops. And luckily for me, there was an Iveco, like two kilometers away from where I was. So fucking lucky. And then I got there today and they told me that, yeah, they could help me. It was so quick. They they took a look at the vehicle, told me that it was actually the belt in the engine that was like, Completely damaged, and it was causing the the car to overheat. And you know what? I wasn't expecting that, but I was because we already knew there was a problem with the belt. Because when you were would accelerate, the car would go, rrr, rrr, you know, it's fucking crazy. So yeah, um, he it was solved today. I'm actually talking. Uh, I'm actually recording this podcast somewhere else because they were so quick to fix it and they were so very nice to me. Everyone, like the mechanics, the the secretary, very nice person as well, really interested in my life. Um, and they, were, they all were. It was very cool. It was a very nice Spanish conversation, really like one of the nicest that I, I've had. And it really brought some love to my heart. And so now here I am near a lake where I just found the perfect spot to take a shower. I'm all by myself here. I even took a shower naked. Uh, and the, the lake looks suspicious, it looks like very green lake. In every green lake, you always suspect there are crocodiles or alligators. There never was, because it's Spain. but still, like, it's kind of scary. I got this phobia. <laughs> it's crazy. And yeah, um, you know what? There are some very, very, very shitty days. I guess, whichever path you choose to follow, there are always going to be shitty days. And it really affected me negatively, RT leaving. yeah. If I'm being honest, it did affect me, Um, my confidence, because I'm like, fucking hell, man. Like, I've never really had anyone crazy enough to follow anything with me. I've always been the lonely wolf following crazy dreams, and now that I found someone, he left because my bad days are keeping him away. And I've never, honestly, I've never been like aggressive or like calling him names or anything. I guess I just really expected too much of him. That that was it. But the thing is, I was doing too much. I've always been doing too much. And I think one of the problems is Artie was never committed fully to the, the project. And uh, I think when I find someone who is, it's not going to be a problem. Because I do think that I am very reasonable with the things that I'm asking. You know, and I always fulfill it. I was doing like everything that I told Artya I was going to do. I was paying for everything that I I told him I was going to pay. But anyways, um, there's always going to be two sides to every story. And the right one is never going to be these two, any of these um but anyways it doesn't matter right it doesn't fucking matter because i would choose these problems every single day of the week every single week of the month every single month of the year and every single year of my whole fucking life because this is the life that i love and this is my dream right and it may have been uh walking a one step back to be alone again but maybe that's just the beginning of me walking two steps forward and learning how to be more self-sufficient in my trip. It's a leveling up situation, right? And uh, yeah, sometimes life just beats you the shit out, right? But deep inside you know whether that's something that you love and that you should keep doing or not, right? And if the answer is yes, you fucking love it, then keep fucking go i かたどいつ夢のオワリに敵るだけこのままで大人